Orale, what's up East LA? How's everybody doing? It's September 10th. Man, I can't believe it already. We are in September. Well, this is Jaso, the founder and creator of Street Action News, the voice of East LA, coming to you from the command center here on a beautiful Sunday, bit, bit cloudy, a little bit of some rain, but that's not going to stop people from coming out to the parade. And today is the Mexican Independence Parade in East Los Angeles. So, if you're wondering why is there so much traffic, why can't I go down Cesar Chavez, what's going on, why are the streets blocked off, well, it's because of the Mexican Independence Day that's happening today. So, if you weren't aware of that, well, now you are. <laughs> and so, thank you guys for tuning in with us. Thank you guys for being here. We really appreciate it. We are considering doing a video podcast as well, so then that way you can see us, you know. I know that we've been doing podcasts for quite some time now, and uh, while, you know, just things are starting to change and things are evolving now with technology, so, you know, we are definitely considering doing a, a video podcast, so that way you guys can, you know, see us and, you know, see our guests as well. But anyways, I just wanted to let you guys know, thank you guys, we really appreciate you, love you guys, don't forget to follow us on our YouTube channel, also don't forget to subscribe on our Instagram, that would really help us out a lot, and so I wanted to go ahead and talk to you guys, you know, what's been going on throughout the week, and as you know, uh, last Monday was Labor Day, and we had an incident, I know this is all news because you, are, you guys probably know about it already, but... Let me just tell you a little bit of what I heard after the fact on the police-involved shooting that happened uh, last Monday on Memorial Day. And so, well, let me tell you guys, what I heard was is that there was this guy with a gun and he was robbing people at the gas stations, you know. So the one that was right there on Beverly, which is, I, I, I believe it's a Chevron now, it's a new gas station with the car wash and all that. And then across the street, there's a Shell gas station as well. So this guy with a gun robbed some people uh, with a gun at gunpoint at the gas station. So they called the cops. And so the guy did what he did. And then he started running down south on Atlantic. And they ended up catching up to him on 4th Street. So some of you guys saw the footage that I posted out there when I was on Beverly and Atlantic. All that was closed off. Even the gas stations were closed off. The streets were closed off. Atlantic was closed down all the way to 4th Street. And, well, basically you couldn't get through and everybody was wondering what the hell happened. Well, it was an officer-involved shooting, meaning that deputies were involved in the situation and shot a man. So, they caught up to him on 4th Street. They saw that he had a gun. And by the looks of it, it looks like the deputy shot the guy through the window. So they were actually inside the vehicle when they rolled up on this guy. And then they boom, 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 shot him. So I guess this all happened while the cops were still inside the vehicle. Which is kind of rare because typically they get out of the car and they'll be like, put your hands up, put the gun down, whatever, you know. But this seemed like it happened really, really fast. And so the cops just rolled up. Saw him and boom, 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 you know, took care of business. So, thankfully for the guy, didn't have life-threatening injuries. He did make it. I guess now he's in stable condition. And so now he's just going to face the charges of the crime that he committed. But, man, he's lucky to be alive because typically, you know, we all know here that when there's deputies involved in the shooting, 
with a civilian typically the civilian never makes it you know but this time this guy did so you know hopefully he changes his ways and hopefully he stops robbing people and uh you know maybe he won't get shot again you know but i wanted to go ahead and talk to you guys about things that have happened this week and earlier this week as well uh you guys heard about uh julio uh urias the dodger pitcher that got arrested uh for domestic violence now let me tell you guys something i know you guys have been hearing these podcasts for quite some time now especially those of you that are our loyal listeners and I've been talking about domestic violence for a while now. And the reason why is because, not because I personally experienced it, you know, through my family. But I've witnessed it through other people, you know, that have had the, that issue. And yes, the mom's gone to jail, the dad's gone to jail. As a matter of fact, right now, one of my friends is doing some time for, I guess, domestic violence. And so, it's not worth it, guys. And so, I, I was just tripping out that... Urias was arrested last Sunday night by the Department of Public Safety officers in Exposition Park, which, uh, you know, it's south of downtown Los Angeles. The park is home to BMO Stadium where Lionel Messi was playing that day, I guess, in a major league soccer game with numerous celebrities in attendance. And I guess uh, Urias was one of them with his wife. Now, um... The Dodgers haven't really said anything about, you know, the incident with Urias... But there is a report out there of what really did happen, you know. And so it's very unfortunate that, you know, sometimes our anger gets the best of us, you know. And I guess this is what happened to him. Um, and I'm just saying this because there's a lot of people that look up to Urias. There's a lot of kids out there that are inspiring to be baseball players as well. And it's very unfortunate, you know, that he put himself in this position now because of anger or fighting or whatever and like i've said it before if there's a way for you guys you know anybody to avoid being in that situation walk away go to your family member talk on the phone text each other that way maybe where there's no physical contact just to avoid having to go to jail for this you know because man it's almost the same thing as getting a dui you're gonna have to go through classes and counseling and this and that and you're gonna pay fines and is it worth it is it worth it really for putting your hands on your girl or or ladies is it worth it for you putting your hands on the guy as well you know it's not it's not worth it and that's why i'm saying you know you guys kind of have to think a little bit before so you before you get to that point where you know if i do this i'm gonna go to jail you know or she might even call the cops i mean think just give yourself a few seconds to think, and maybe you might be able to avoid the situation. But, yeah, so Urias, you know, has been arrested for domestic violence. As a matter of fact, they were saying that, uh, you know, he, would, he, he, he may be facing some serious consequences. Not only that, but he might even be, end up getting divorced, losing his family. His kids are going to get separated from each other now. And so... It's not worth it, you know, and for being a Dodger, uh, man, it just it just doesn't look good, you know, it just doesn't look good for the Dodgers because at the same time, you got to think, there's all these players out there in every sports that have been involved in domestic violence and what happens to their careers, you know, and so hopefully uh, Urias, you know, is able to sustain his career and stay with the Dodgers 
and hopefully you know he's able to change his ways and control his anger a little bit in order for him not to find himself in this situation but it's very unfortunate and hopefully you know things work out for him and his wife and uh you know doesn't have to go to jail again you know for domestic violence but some somewhere i was reading that uh you know he he was actually um gonna get like something some severe charge or capital punishment or something like that on his wife and so that's a big deal that's a big big situation you find yourself in especially in la you know uh here in la they'll try to get you for whatever you know and especially if they call the cops on you oh man forget it you know and so just just to avoid the heady guys just listen to me when i tell you guys this try as best as humanly possible to avoid getting yourself in a domestic violence situation is not worth it you know and so on that note i wanted to talk to you guys something about uh that i've been it's been happening on a very very frequent basis and that's the nike store on whittier boulevard getting hit uh by you know these thieves that keep coming in and just taking stuff and so look i mean i i I'm as frustrated as much as you guys are with this situation because it's just not stopping and nobody's getting a, a hold of the situation. You know, the Tuna Face uh, mayor went ahead and uh, put this task force together to try to grab these people and arrest them and apprehend them and charge them and, you know, but it's still happening. So it doesn't look like this task force is really going to do anything. I think it's probably all just a bunch of hype just to make people feel a little bit more safe and secure that they can go and shop, you know. But these flash mob, you know, thefts and burglaries that are still happening at the malls, at jewelry stores, it's still happening. It's not stopping. And you know what? It's not going to stop. Things are going to change here until the pol politicians get their heads out of their asses and start to realize that people here are starting to become victims. And it's been happening for quite some time, but you got to understand, you know, we are in a democratic state. Uh, and if you wonder what happened to California, well, that's exactly what happened. It started getting run by Democrats. And here we are. Now we're living in the shithole. And excuse my language for those of you that are young and listening. But, you know, I've been living here a good portion of my life uh, in East Los Angeles and I've seen the changes come and go. I've seen the, the gang movement that was in the 90s. You know, things started coming down in the mid-2000s to the end of 2000s, of, you know, 2010 and so. And so now we're in 2023, on our way to 2024. We're just a few months away from the new year. And it's a shithole. Los Angeles, California has become a dump. And as you know... Uh, and I'm sorry to break this to you guys. Maybe you guys don't want to hear this. And if you don't want to, that's fine. You can just turn off the podcast and listen to something else. But I'm going to be real with you guys. You know, for all the years that I've been around, Los Angeles and the state of California has become a dump. Look at the way things are run right now by all these Democrats. Because look, we're not in Orange County. Just know that. We are in L.A. County. Take a drive down to Orange County and look at the difference, you know, of leadership. I know there's homeless people out there as well. I know there's crime out there as well. 
but it's not like what it is over here. We just recently had a stabbing at the Pershing Square uh, subway station in downtown LA just a few days ago. A guy got stabbed in the chest. You guys saw the picture. If you guys didn't see the picture, you can see him. He is completely laid out on one of the you know concrete benches they have there, and his head, his body is pretty much dead, bleeding from the chest. I guess he got stabbed in the chest. And he looked like he was a young guy. And unfortunately, he lost his life, you know, uh, at the Metro subway station on Pershing Square. And is it going to stop? No. And the reason why it's not going to stop is because people have decided to remove, you know, LAPD officers, sheriff's deputies from the train stations. Why? You know, it just doesn't make any sense. If they know that the crime is this bad... Look, let me tell you guys one thing. I was with one of my friends. He lives in a high-rise in downtown, right? And we went somewhere. We're walking. I think we went to Hollywood. And then we decided to catch the subway. Caught the subway. And then ended up getting off, dropped off in downtown. And when I got off the free, I mean, when I got off the, the subway, my God, if you only saw how many people on drugs I, are laid out. I'm talking about in nighttime, like, Maybe 11. I know that most of my our listeners are not in downtown walking around around 11 or midnight. Especially in the subways. Because it's so dangerous. But we did. Uh, just to go through the experience of what it's like being in downtown around that time in the subway station. And man, it's a freaking disaster. You know, like, I mean, you're talking about bodies late. It, it looks like some somebody just went ahead and... You know, killed all these people and there's bodies laying around. There's tweakers everywhere. They're doing drugs. They're all circling up in their little huddles, you know, and talking with each other. You literally have to kind of like step over them, you know, because they're just like all over the floor, you know. And it's bad. But who allows it? Our politicians. Alley City Council members, you know. These corrupt people that don't give a damn about us are the ones that are letting all this happen. Why? You know why? Because, number one, they want to get rid of people from L.A. and California. They want us to go to other states. Number two, they want to basically destroy Los Angeles. You know, and that's why I start the music off with um, the music from Escape from New York. If you guys haven't seen that movie, I highly recommend it. Because it's starting to become here what the movie's about here in L.A. Now, obviously, the movie has a different premise, but it's very similar to the way things are right now with crime, organized crime, theft, burglaries, and all that stuff. So, I do want to mention to you guys that not only regarding the Nike store, but people are getting robbed left and right as well. And let me explain to you guys something that you guys probably are not aware of. But, hopefully this prevents from you guys becoming a victim. So, as you guys know, I listen to the frequencies basically 24 hours a day. I know, boring, right? I could listen to music or something else. But, I do listen to the frequencies very, very often. And, I notice that some of the calls that come in are of people that have been robbed, okay? Are people that have been caught by themselves they've been in a secluded location um 
a car rolls up, pulls out a gun, guy gets out, says, give me your money, give me your watch, give me your wallet. And of course, everybody has to hand that over because you rather give your stuff away than lose your life, of course, you know? But why and how is this happening is because people are not aware of how serious crime is, you know? And a lot of people feel comfortable still walking sometimes in the night by themselves. So let me give you guys, uh, as far as what I've known to be the hot dates for thieves, okay? Now I'm talking about robberies, okay? Like face-to-face -face robberies, they come up to you, pull out a gun, a knife, or whatever. Okay, so I would say from Thursday to Saturday night, between those days is the hottest days for the thieves out there okay so just keep in mind don't be out there by yourself don't walk down the street by yourself and if you are somewhere and you're walking to your vehicle you better make sure you're paying attention to your surroundings make sure you're not being followed people have been getting followed from the malls People have been getting followed from different places, jewelry stores, and then they end up getting robbed when they get home. I personally don't want you to become a victim. I want you to be aware, be protected, and at the same time, watch your back. I always tell people, watch your back because you just never know. Look at this guy that got stabbed in the, at the Metro subway the other day. Don't know what happened, but apparently there was a confrontation and boom. You know, something happened, the guy got stabbed, killed, and there's video footage of it where the assailant, which has been identified, I guess, now through the image, uh, is the guy that actually, you know, killed the guy, got away. He's still on the loose, so be careful. You never know. You might run into this guy either at the subway station again or in the streets, and that's why I'm telling you guys this is to always be careful, be aware be cautious no matter what you do. On that note, I also want to encourage you guys to protect yourselves, you know, have something with you. You know, I, I all my mom, you know, like as you guys know, she got robbed a few months back uh, in Boyle Heights. And I always tell her, mom, watch your back, watch your back. So my mom's already getting older. She's in her 70s and you know, she still likes to walk around on her own. She still likes to go shopping, you know. And I always tell her, be careful, watch your back. You know, if you can, catch the bus, you know, it'll get you here faster. Try not to walk. But since, you know, she's a little stubborn and she kind of likes to do things her way. Well, you know, I've told her, mom, carry a knife. She carries a knife. Mom, here's some mace. She carries mace. Mom, here's a stun gun. Now she carries a stun gun. And so she's a little well more equipped. I just hope that her reactions are a little bit more faster in case she gets robbed again. And she's able to get away or deter them or somehow pull out a knife and say, hell no, you're not, I'm not going to be a victim, you know. But sometimes you got to do that. And I, I'm going to tell you guys, man... Oh, man, it's just so much going on. I mean, I wish I could tell you guys all of it in one podcast, but I'm going to have to do it in multiple ones. But on the next one, I'll be talking to you guys about people that are stealing inside the grocery stores. Oh, my God, that's another thing that's been going on, and I've been a witness to that. And so I'll talk about that on another podcast. But, man, it's getting out of control. 
seriously guys look think it think about it when you were younger okay we all have experienced all kinds of things here in la not not only earthquakes storms floodings you know things like that the heat and all that but crime crime now it does have its waves where it gets really bad and then it kind of calms down a little bit and this is what's trippy you know because lately we all have been aware of what's going on with you know the stabbing in pershing square the deputy involved shooting here on atlantic and forest street and so there's just been chaos going on but it's not as bad as how it was it's just different now uh meaning with robberies and things like that catalytic converters getting taken cars being stolen um I don't know about you, but I don't own a Kia. But as far as I know, the Kias are the most hottest vehicles that get stolen out there. As, as far as I know. Kias. Now, they do take other vehicles as well, like Chevys and things like that. But to me, it seems like the Kia is the one that's, that is the criminal's favorite. Now... Speaking of the criminals stealing cars and Kias, I don't seem to understand what's really going on here, but why is it that people, these crooks, right, decide to steal these cars and still drive them for days on end until they get caught? It blows my mind. It really blows my mind. Now, I guess I'm going to reveal a little bit of history of myself and people I used to hang out with, which I don't hang out with anymore, but I remember that back in the days, you could steal a car, and then just steal a car, just to get you to a location, you know, like, damn, I don't have no money, I don't have anybody to call, I'm stuck over here on the west side, how the hell am I going to get home to the east side, okay, well, I guess I will steal a car, you know, steal a car, Utilize it. I'm not saying do this, okay? I'm just saying like this is how it was back in the days, okay? So I'm not I'm not I'm not encouraging, I'm not condoning nothing, okay? I'm just saying. But that's how it was back in the days, you know? You take a car, get yourself home, park the car somewhere without crashing it, so that way the victim doesn't end up being a worse victim, you know? You park the car, you leave it there, and then you're gone. That's it. You just needed it for a ride just to get you home, and that was it. As far as I know, that was what it was like back in the days. But now these crooks, these thieves, they're just like moronic. You know, they're thinking because they take the car, and they're still driving the car for like days, you know. Three days, four days, you know, five days. And so one thing we know, okay, now... I don't even know if I should say this, you know, because it might encourage the wrong people to do the wrong stuff, you know. But as far as I know, when a car has been stolen and then the cops come and make a report of your car being stolen, it takes about 24 hours for the national system to get the report, meaning that it's going to take 24 hours for all the agencies nationwide to know that that vehicle is stolen 
I know that that's how it used to be back in the days. I don't know now. Maybe things have changed. Maybe it's faster now. I don't know. But that was a 24-hour window that people used to use back in the days to take a car and then use it and then leave it because within 24 hours, that was going to be a hot vehicle. You know, obviously, they're going to be looking for it. So today, I don't know what's going on in these people's minds, but maybe because they don't know. But they're driving around in these cars like they own them. You guys have no idea how many times I've heard the cops getting behind people running the place and it popping up to be stolen. You guys have no idea how many times it happens frequently. So if you own a Kia... I would highly recommend put a club on it, put a kill switch on it, something. Because those vehicles, for some reason, they're easy to take. And not only that, but if you do have a Kia and it does get taken, chances are they're going to use it on a crime. They're going to use it to rob people or they're going to use it to go do a flash mob robbery at a mall or whatever, go to a grocery store. They're going to use it. So, to better protect you and your vehicle, put a club in it, put a kill switch on it, and maybe it won't get taken, you know. But, man, those Kias, they're like the hottest cars right now that people are taking, especially thieves. They are taking those cars like crazy. And so, just to let you guys know, if you own a Kia, make sure you lock that sucker. You put a club in it, put a kill switch in it, and don't be a victim don't be a victim. Some people actually, I saw this uh, uh, video footage that came out. I think it was out of the Orange County area where some guy put a booby trap inside his truck. Because his truck got hit eight times since the beginning of the year. Eight times his truck's been broken into. Now imagine how frustrated you would be if that was happening to you. Man, I would be so upset myself. Well, anyways, this guy put a booby trap in his car, or in his truck, and there's footage of the guy actually going to his window, breaking his window, looking in, and then jumping in, trying to take something, and then boom, the guy left the booby trap in there and exploded in front of the thief's face. And so, hey, I guess we're going to have to resort to that at some point, because people actually have to deter these criminals and... Try to defend themselves, you know, and so people are now setting booby traps for these criminals so they can get uh, not only hurt, but arrested as well, hopefully, you know. And see, that's the thing, too, man. Uh, I'm not trying to freaking, you know, be racial here or anything like that, but I don't seem to understand why is it that these people, you guys know who I'm talking about, are coming from other cities to come and terrorize our people over here in East LA. You know, even at the Nike store. People are trying to go in there and shop and, you know, get things for their kids, back to school stuff. But yet we have these people that are coming over here and taking stuff in front of other people. And that's literally like terrorizing. People are watching this. Kids are watching this. You know, and they're like, why are they taking stuff? Why are they here just grabbing stuff and running away? You know, that, that is just such a horrible and so such a low-life 
behavior, you know, to go into a grocery store or to go into a Nike store or Ross or Didi's or any other of these stores out there and just go in there, conveniently walk in, grab some stuff, start loading it into a bag, start loading it into a shopping cart, and then just walking out like nothing. God damn, man. What the hell is wrong with these people? Somebody needs to freaking check these people and let them know, like, Hey, man, don't be coming doing that around here. Go do that somewhere else, you know? Go do it to your own people. Why you got to come over here to the east side and start terrorizing our people and our stores? There's no need for that, man. I'm getting sick and tired of it. And I'm sure you guys are as well, too. But I'm just saying. I'm just voicing out that, man, there's got to be something done. Yes, even though the authorities are trying to do their best, they're trying to catch these people... They're really not going to do anything. You know, you guys don't understand how many times I've heard calls of something going down and criminals end up getting away. Majority of the time, they get away. Why? Because the cops always show up late. The cops are never there on time. The cops are overloaded, you know. There's so many calls coming in. One of the things that I'm going to start doing, too, is I'm going to start posting how many actual calls for the county, okay, not just East LA, but for the county, have been... Uh, called in and I'll tell you it's staggering there's days where there's like 200 calls 300 calls you know of all kinds of incidents and crimes that are happening in the county and I listen to Palmdale, Lancaster, Norwalk, Temple City, Almani, East LA, Compton, Lakewood, Century City I, I listen to all those frequencies and my god it just doesn't stop I mean, yes, there's days like Mondays, Wednesdays, Tuesdays, you know, where it's calm. There's not much going on. But I'm telling you, Thursday through Saturday night, even sometimes Sundays, it's freaking madness out there. Don't become a victim. And so be safe, be aware, be cautious. Always have protection with you. And know if you can, to protect your vehicle, set a booby trap too. Shit, why not, you know? And so anyways, I wanted to talk to you guys about the... Uh, let me see here. Yeah, the, the Atwater tweaker that took the Department of Power uh, truck and started crashing it into police cars. And do you guys seen the footage? Man, so I, I was there, you know, filming the scene when the guy was still in the vehicle and the SWAT team showed up, you know, right there in Atwater Village. Um, it's really close to, like, Glendale, I guess. And so... That guy was on something, I swear. Because if you see the footage, that guy didn't give a damn. He just took that truck, started ramming police cars, almost hitting cops as well. The cops were shooting at him, and he still kept going. And it was just a crazy incident. And what I think about sometimes is how many more of these people are actually going to do things like this, you know? Because he ain't the only one. I'm sure there's other wackos out there that are, you know, thinking of taking somebody's car and going crazy with it but this guy was on something i'm pretty sure he was on meth or some kind of drug that caused him to go so wild against the cops you know but man it was wild and you guys saw the video it was just crazy you know what this guy did but yeah he was apprehended he was taken into custody don't know most likely he has been released but you know that's our system that's gascon he our our you know our da just doesn't want to prosecute people unless you've committed a serious, serious crime. So that's why there's so much happening in East LA. 
that's why there's so much happening in LA is that people are committing these petty crimes because they know they're not going to get any accountability. They're not going to go to jail. They're not going to be held. They're going to be released because there's no bail. And guess what? They're going to go out there and do it again. And that's what's been happening. It's been a cycle of people just going in the circle system. You go in, you get out. You go in, you do a crime. Okay, well, we're going to have to let you go. And they let them go. And then they're off back in the streets causing chaos. And so it's not going to change, ladies and gentlemen, not anytime soon. While we have this tuna face as a mayor in the city of Los Angeles, good luck. You know, because obviously she's corrupted. Democrats are corrupted. They're all corrupted. Look, there's no Republicans in Los Angeles. If you guys have realized that and paid attention... Because some people don't like paying, you know, they don't pay attention to politics for some reason. But honestly, you should. Look at what's going on in LA. Look at how expensive things are. Look at how the gas prices is. Rent, groceries, bills, your home utility gas bill has gone up. But have you paid attention that... All these people that are the in the council, you know, for Los Angeles are all Democrats. There's not one Republican in the chamber whatsoever. Not one. So if you guys have noticed how things are in our city, the violence, the crime, how expensive everything is. Who's profiting from all of this? Well, guess what? I think I just woke you up a little bit. Yes, it's them. The Democrats. They are the ones that are full control of not only California with Gavin Newsom, which supposedly is going to be running for president. That's a joke. But anyways, Newsom is a Democratic governor. Everybody in the LA Council members are all Democrats. Have you realized that maybe Democrats are not really there for us? Have you thought about the fact that if these people say that they're for the people, why is it that they're letting their people down? Why is it that Hila Solis can't fix Rowan Avenue. I've been driving down Rowan Avenue from up, like, let's say, Blackshirt area down to Cedar Chavez. You guys know where I'm talking about, right in that little bumpy area right there on uh, Passing Folsom, going down on Rowan. That street's been shit for the longest time. Gloria Molina was the councilwoman of this side back then. She did nothing. She died with so much money. She's gone now. But she left all that to her family. She didn't do nothing. Now this other one, this other crooked one, Hila Solis, she even made a school after herself. You know, she put a school after her name. How, oh my God, how like, how arrogant must you be that you have to have a school under your name, you know? Like, oh my God. But anyways, 
That crooked woman has not done anything for East LA. And not only that, but I've been aware of certain small businesses here in East LA, how screwed they are getting with taxes through this freaking system that they have here with the board of directors of the LA County of Los Angeles. Crooked, they're all crooked. They're not doing anything to help small businesses. They're not doing anything to fix Rowan Avenue. Some of our streets are crap. Yeah, if you go down Rowan, you know, past like, let's say Michigan and all that, they put those little circle things on the street. That's all she's done. She hasn't done anything better for our community. You know, she takes credit for the fireworks that happen at the Civic Center. She takes credit for the parades going on and any other events. But those are not things that she put together. She put, she she didn't do nothing. You know, these politicians, let me tell you guys, okay? I, and, and I may sound like I'm ranting here or something, but these politicians are full of shit. And excuse my language, okay? Maybe I should put like an explicit thing in, in the beginning of our podcast, you know, because these politicians, they're seriously full of it. And I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to give you exactly why. Give me one second real quick. Okay. So, as you guys know, I work with, you know, the foundations, certain foundations. I don't want to mention their names right now, but I work with other foundations, you know, to do giveaways, you know, toy drives, uh, food, you know, things like that. Okay. Even pet food. Okay. Some of you guys have been to them. So, you know what these crooked people do? Now, the people that I know for the from the foundations, they do all the legwork. They do all the talking. They go out there and try to get what they can for people to donate. Corporations, you know, companies, they donate water. They donate food. They donate diapers. They donate produce. They donate all kinds of stuff. The foundation is the ones that are the ones that are going out there, you know, trying to negotiate and see what they can get so they can provide it to the community. Well, these crooked politicians, you know, these crooked board of directors for Los Angeles, you know what they do? When they find out that there's going to be like a giveaway or, you know, there's going to be like, you know, something happening for the community that they're going to be giving away water or back to school stuff or food, you know, or things for Christmas. They somehow, because the event is happening in their district, somehow they get to add their name to the flyer or they're, they say, well, you need to mention that I'm helping you guys with this because you guys are doing this in my district, you know? And if you want to do it in my district, then you have to add me because I'm part of the district. You know, what kind of shady, crooked shit is that? First of all, the foundation leaders are the ones that are out there doing all the legwork for these crooked politicians to kind of just come and show up for a Photoshop and pretend that they were there all day handing out stuff to the people in the community and they're like taking pictures with people and like making it seem like they're there for the community. They are not there. Okay, they are not there. They're a bunch of liars. I'm just saying because it pisses me off that 
Okay, I'm going to tell you guys a story since time has gone by already, okay? There's a board of directors. We're going to say his name is uh, Leon, his last name, right? There was a giveaway that we participated of in a certain area. Uh, I guess I would say like maybe Eagle Rock or so. These people of the foundation, they work very hard, okay, to try to get all this dog food to be able to give it to the community so they can give it to their pets, right? Well, apparently there was a 18-wheeler trailer container, okay, full, had like 18 pallets of dog food that was supposed to be given away to the community. And if it all didn't go... Well, obviously, some of it was going to be saved for the next giveaway, you know? Well, somehow, some way, mysteriously, 18 pallets disappeared. Okay, that's number one. 18 pallets of dog food, varieties of dog food, disappeared. How is that even possible? Where did it all go? Okay, that's number one. Number two. The council member had the audacity, okay, to show up at the end of the giveaway with their little camera crew and take pictures of the person handing dog food to the community. Putting it in their cars. Here's a picture. Take a picture of me putting it in their car. There we go. Here, take a picture of me with the people standing around me here at the giveaway. Take a picture. Awesome. You know, that's all they did. That person just showed up to just take photo op pictures to make it seem like they were there all day. But in all reality, we were there all day. Giving away until we... Basically, we ran out of dog food. Till the end, they showed up. Showed up to the end to do a photo shoot. And then after that, left. Now, I don't want to say her name as well. But that is some crooked shit, man. You're not going to just show up at the end of the day after a whole day being under the sun. And just show up for a Photoshop, Photoshop you know, or whatever photo shoot. And to be there with some people to pretend that you were there all day giving away stuff to the community. And that's what these crooked politicians do. These crooked bureaucrats. These crooked board of directors of Los Angeles. That's what they do. They make it seem like they're there for the community. But they're not. They're really not. See, why am I bringing this up? Well, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because you guys need to understand. We need to start realizing that these people have been taking advantage of us for the longest time we need to wake up and start removing these people out of office like Hilda Solis she needs to go what has she done for East LA what has she done nothing the only thing she's done is put a school under her name right there on Humphreys by Cesar Chavez it used to be the old Santa Marta Hospital. I actually worked in that hospital years ago. 
But this woman decided, oh, well, you know, since I'm doing something great for the community, I'm going to name the school after me. Wow. Can't be inches werewolves, I swear. See? And that's what I'm trying to tell you. These politicians, they just rub it in our faces, knowing the fact that we're here struggling, making ends meet, living paycheck to paycheck, barely able to pay our bills, barely able to pay our rent, barely able to buy our groceries, but they have the audacity to even put a school under their name. Come on, man. Why don't they put the school under somebody else's name that was a victim of police brutality or, you know, Salazar, you know, that was killed, the first person killed by, you know, police here in East L.A. They should have named that school after him instead, you know? But no, they'd rather put it under their own names, like Hilda Solis, you know, Learning Center. Come on, man. Seriously, if you think about it, what the hell are those kids learning there? Nothing. You go, as soon as they're, anybody, I ask any one of you guys, go to the schools here in East LA. Go to any high school. Do a little interview. Go up to one of the students and be like, hey, so what did you learn today? Nothing. Very, very small amount of people actually learn something. And not only that, but what they're teaching in our schools is useless. You know, it doesn't make you think, it doesn't make you money, it doesn't make you become an entrepreneur, it doesn't make you become profitable in your future, nothing. Everything they're teaching is a bunch of crap. I know it because I've been through the system, you know. I did go to college, I graduated high school, you know, I've been through the entire system, and it's useless. They don't teach you anything, they don't teach you how to think outside the box, you know. But yet, we're all here paying taxes, you know, barely making ends meet. And these people are living in their luxury homes and their mansions. You know, they get schools under their name and all this stuff. But yet, everybody in the community is still struggling. Small businesses are struggling. You know, they have to pay so much in taxes as well. I was just having this conversation with somebody. We get raped with taxes here. Like crazy. And guess what? Where's all that money going? Where is it? Homelessness? Fighting homelessness? Really? You know why they're not going to do anything about the homelessness? Because it's profitable for them. People are just donating and donating and donating. Helping the cause, right? Helping the cause. Helping the homeless. And guess what? Where's that money going? Nobody is holding these people accountable. See, and that's one thing, man, I, I know I've gone a little long, but oh my God, I just wish people would wake up and realize we need to start holding these people accountable. We need to. If not us, the little people, the little guys, we're going to get screwed, 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 screwed over and over and over and over and over and over again until somebody finally does something about it. And you know what? We need to start doing something about it now because if we don't, what's going to happen is our kids, kids are going to be the ones that are going to have to be paying for that in the future. And that's not what we want for them. We want them to have a better quality of life, to be able to be safe in East LA, to be able to go to school and get the right education that's going to help them progress in life and be successful, not just some random uneducated person that doesn't know what to do with their life. Why do you think a lot of kids graduate high school and they don't know where to go? Why do you think a lot of kids 
you know, join gangs? Why do you think people do that stuff? Why? Because there's no direction in their mentality from the schools telling them, look, this is the path you should take. This is the path you could take. You know, this is a life of prosperity. But no, they get out of high school and then they just find a random job and then they're there. They're stuck and then that's it. You know, and that's the same system that's been happening to people over and over and over again. And it's still happening to this day. I think it's time for us to start questioning the authority. It's time for us to start holding these people accountable. And it's time for us to make a change, man. Because honestly, we have to stop these crooked politicians from taking advantage of us. I know there's somebody right now that's either getting evicted, somebody that lost their job, somebody that's just frustrated how everything is going on in our society, how things are here in L.A. Just make a comparison. Go to Orange County. What does it look like over there? Yes, like I said, there's homeless people out there, a lot of them, but it's not as bad here. You know why? Because over there, the DA means business. He prosecutes. He makes sure people pay to the fullest extent of the law for their crimes. Here in L.A., all these bureaucrats, politicians, board of directors, they don't care about the people of Los Angeles. If they could, they would rather get rid of you out of here, shoo you away with crime, shoo you away by being a victim, and there you go, gone. Another one left, and they get to keep the rest for themselves, because that's what they want. They just want to get all that money and keep everything for themselves. That's exactly what's happening right now. You know, so I'm sorry if I went too long on that topic, but... It's just something that I get need to get out of my chest because these people are not there for us. They show up. Look, when we did the, the, the pet food drive and gave away dog food, that person showed up late with a camera crew, with a fake smile, started posing, taking pictures, you know, doing, I explained to you guys, putting food in the trunk and take a picture of me, like helping this person, you know, type of crap. They're all fake. They don't give a damn about us. We need to start giving a damn about ourselves. We need to start putting the right people in these positions. You know, look at, there's already been a few of the Los Angeles board of directors or council members that have been arrested for corruption. And guess what? They're all Democrats. Think about it. Some people come up to me or they write to me and they tell me, Hey, but you know what? The Republicans are bad too. Yes, I know that. There's some crooked ones. But here in LA, we got none. They're all Democrats. So if you pay attention to the way things are being done right now, who's to blame? The people in charge. And the people in charge represent what? They represent the Democratic side of things of this country and that's why everything is to crap you know you think that San Bernardino County is having issues like us here yes there's a lot of crime in San Bernardino don't get me wrong but you think they're having the same issues like us here where there's the no bail policy 
uh, you know, if you get caught with less than a thousand dollars, you get let go, things like that for shoplifting. They ain't having those issues. Not San Bernardino, not Orange County, not Riverside County. They're not having these issues. Only us here. See, and let me tell you, in the other counties that I just mentioned, there is a diversity there. There's Republicans, there's different Democrats. They both decide. Here, there is nothing. There's only Democrats. And they're the ones that are deciding what the people of Los Angeles should be living like. What should be the, the type of lifestyle that we should be having here. And they're not doing anything for us. It's totally whacked. It's totally backwards. You know, and the worst part about it is, is if you're a good Samaritan, if you're a good person, if you care about your family, you love your kids, you love your community, you protect your home, you protect your loved ones, and something happens, you're the one that's going to go to jail while the criminal's going to let go. Isn't that insane? How does that work? How is it that a person is trying to protect their family, they're trying to protect their business, they're trying to protect their livelihoods, you know? But yet, if you do that, you're the one that's going to go to jail while a criminal is going to be let go. I don't understand that. But just remember, Democrats, it's the Democrats. Don't vote for these people. Get them out as quickly as humanly possible, guys. On the next election, do what you can. I know, I know you're frustrated. I'm frustrated too with everything that I'm seeing going on. And I know they cheat. They're the biggest cheaters in the world. Look, okay. Uh, these people, okay. They're the ones that are responsible for the human trafficking, all the fentanyl in the streets, all the drugs, the mess, everything that's going on on the bad side of things. They are the ones responsible because they are the ones that have the power to change all that and to make things better for our people in our community. But they don't. OK, I'm just telling you, maybe some of you guys are just like, oh, that this guy hates the Democrats. I do. I really do. And let me tell you why. Because I used to be a Democrat. Okay. I used to be a freaking hardcore liberal. I was one of them. But then I opened up my eyes and I started to realize these people, they don't give a damn about us. You know, so I hope that some of you that are listening to this podcast, I know I, I probably sound like I'm ranting and stuff, but but if you don't like the way things are in our city... It's because of those people. They're the ones to blame. Okay? Why do you think they got rid of Villanueva, the sheriff? Because he wasn't for them. And they wanted to use Villanueva as their pawn to do the things that they wanted him to do. So the community and the city is the way they wanted to be run. But Villanueva said, screw you guys. I'm following the Constitution. I ain't following you guys. So remember, these politicians... These crooked Democrats, you know, and the board of directors for the city council of Los Angeles, including Hilda Solis herself, they're all crooked. And they're making our city look like shit. It's their fault, you know. All right, I'm done with that. But I do want to end with this, and I want to tell you guys, please protect yourselves out there. Be safe, be aware 
have some protection with you. I highly recommend get yourself some mace. Um, you know, so that way you can deter and keep these people from coming near you. There's still been a lot of people becoming victims, vendors becoming victims. And the one way that you can protect yourself is with mace. Get yourself some mace. They sell it online. They sell it on Amazon. Have some type of protection. Don't trust anybody out here. Okay? Don't trust anybody. Watch your backs, guys. Be careful. Be aware. You know? And so, on that, I just want to thank you guys so much. I am so blessed to see that we've hit 16,000 followers. Thank you guys for your support. Thank you for all... The love that you guys share with us. Thank you for the comments. Thank you for the encouragement, the inspiration. We really appreciate it. And it means a whole lot to us and the crew. And also, don't forget, check out our website, you know, for any apparel. If you guys want anything specific, DM us. Let us know what you want. If you want a t-shirt of a specific color, you know, with certain color print, we can make that happen for you guys. But on that note... I've taken way too much of your time. This is probably like the longest I've ever done a podcast. And I want to say thank you guys again for everything, for the love, the support. You guys be safe out there. And we'll catch you guys on the next one. Enjoy the parade if you guys are going to come out to the parade. It doesn't look like it's going to be raining anymore. And have you guys have a wonderful time. We love you guys. Take care. I'll catch you guys on the next one. You guys be safe. Jaso is out.